Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm Lorraine Ballard Marl. This event is coming up that I think that if you have any opportunity to be a part of it, you really need to do it because it's the Pennsylvania Conference for Women back again at the Pennsylvania Convention Center on October 2nd. And... It is sold out. Okay, I have to tell you that right up front. However, it's still possible to participate in two very important ways. One, you can stream much of the conference, and you can also participate in the Workplace Summit, which is happening the day before. So we're going to talk a bit about that, but we're also going to talk with someone who is one of the sponsors, uh, her organization, which is Drexel University, Dr. Lauren DiNocenzo. She's an assistant professor at the Lebeau College of Business and Department of Management. And uh, again, Drexel has been a very big sponsor of the Pennsylvania Conference. Very nice to have you in the studio. Great to be here. Thank you, Lorraine. Let's talk a, a bit about about you, because you are actually someone who can speak very knowledgeably about one's maneuvering and navigating in a workplace, right? That's what you kind of do. From your perspective and from what you know, do you feel like we've made progress when it comes to women being able to navigate up to the C-suite? Are we still hitting that glass ceiling? Yeah, that's a great question. And thank you for it. A lot of what I study is about looking at leadership. And I do take a little bit of a look at in in terms of gender and leadership and, and what it takes and um, the way that we, we like to think about it these days, rather than looking at it as a glass ceiling, it's more about a leadership labyrinth, that it is possible, and we've made a lot of strides in terms of women being able to move up the ladder, but there are a few extra steps that women sometimes have to take. Sometimes it's position that men have more of that an escalator up to the top, whereas women have to overcome some some barriers along the way in order to make it. Hmm. Well, what are some of those barriers? I mean, a lot of them are really obvious to women, but <laughs> <laughs> like you and I. But just in general, what are what are some of the things that you've discovered uh, or that the research confirms are barriers for women? Sure. Well, some of it just boils down to the implicit bias that we have, um, and as much as women make strides. I think that there still exists this this notion uh, that women aren't all the time. They can't always be leaders. Um, and I think we need to to overcome that. Um, there's this idea that called a, a, a leadership prototype. Um, and I have my students do this exercise. I say, close your eyes and picture a leader. Um, and then I ask them, OK, open your eyes. What does that person look like? And more often than not, that person is male. I say, what does that mean in terms of um, who you're going to accept leadership from? Um, and so I challenge them to say, we need to reconfigure in our minds that it's okay and acceptable for a woman to be a leader. And I think that in you know in the media, in, on television, when you see more women in leadership roles, that that's going to help to change this notion um, that we just see this older man in a um, suit and tie in the CEO position. But the more that we see women in leadership roles, I think the more that that's going to help uh, change the landscape for women. 
I read something very interesting the other day. Uh, in addition to all of the traditional barriers, uh, the implicit bias and uh, etc., there is something else that distinguishes women moving up the corporate ladder and men, and that is the cost of looking good. And I was so, my eyes just went like, yeah, that's so true. <laughs> like a guy can put on a suit, get a haircut, a shave, it's, and that's pretty much it. Whereas a woman has to make sure that her hair is is perfect, may spend over $200 to get that looking good. The wardrobe, making sure that you look professional and, and, and fashionable. The makeup that many women still do wear in those positions. I never thought that that would be a factor, but yeah, apparently it is. Absolutely. I, I always think that it's much easier to dress for work sometimes as a male, that the choices are far fewer. Um, but yes, to think about the cost that women um, have to incur as well is absolutely something that's, you know, a consideration for lots of people. Yeah, that is very interesting. What do you think is the future? You talk about leadership and leadership across the board, but what are some of the things that you would think would be helpful to support women in being able to enter those leadership roles uh, without having to go through the labyrinth. So one of the things that I study in particular is is informal leader emergence, this idea of sharing leadership. I love to tell the, the people I work with that you don't need a title in order to be a leader. And you can step into leadership roles um, based on you know how others see you, if you see that there's a right fit. So there's, there's ways of, of doing that and finding your way in the workplace to make a splash. Now, to emerge as a leader, we also need to think about how we're perceived by others, right? Because that is, is a large part in someone accepting leadership from us. And so one of the things that we tend to see with women is that women tend to hedge a little bit more in, in terms of their communication styles or apologize at a much higher frequency than men do. Um, so you'll often see women saying, oh, I'm sorry, or I just wanted to let you know, um, or I feel that we should do this, or I may, I may not be right, but... And so we often, we offer these qualifiers uh, or apologies, which can send signals that maybe we don't feel comfortable or with our, our level of competence, or we could be perfectly capable of the job, but others may not interpret it in that way. And so I think for women to be impactful... Um, and to send a clear signal that you know, we do know what we're talking about and we are confident is to be a little bit more direct in our speech, right? And, and it takes a conscious decision to do that. One of the biggest factors in terms of leadership development is being able to reflect on our behaviors. And so I would challenge women out there to, you know, the next time you're writing that email, if you start the sentence with, I just wanted to, or I'm sorry, but... Go back and delete that and just say what it is that you wanted to say. Perhaps get other people around you as well. I think creating support systems and networks of people we, we trust who can say, you know, at the meeting, you were a, a little you apologized a little too much. It's so important to to have that network of support um, in order to help us really move forward on on making a difference and a change in how we communicate. And that also points to the importance of language. Language is what defines us in our society. And you're absolutely right. I think women are very much conditioned to apologize and to diminish themselves, ourselves in, in many ways. The Pennsylvania Conference for Women is having a half-day uh, workplace summit. And one of the big 
focuses of that summit is diversity and inclusion. And we're more and more accepting and understanding how important that is. But I wonder if you could make the sort of the argument from a fiscal standpoint about why diversity and inclusion actually helps the bottom line. Diversity and inclusion sometimes is just thought of as as a buzz and we want to get different people in with with different perspectives. But I think that, you know, the value of diversity is that we we can learn from different experiences, different backgrounds, but just simply hiring a diverse uh, group of people doesn't mean that you're going to realize those diversity benefits. And in fact, the, what the research tells us is that the relationship between a diverse workforce and performance is equivocal. We don't we don't understand what makes it positive and negative sometimes. And we it's often about creating that right environment where people feel like they can speak up. Right? If you bring a, a, a group of people together with different backgrounds you might have some people who feel comfortable sharing their story and others who don't, and they might just be feel diminished. And so I think it's really important uh, for those who want to leverage diversity to impact the bottom line is creating what we call a psychologically safe environment. And this is something that was made popular by Amy Edmondson out of Harvard, uh, where we need to feel confident and safe that if we share our story or share a piece of information that we're not going to be pushed back, that we're going to be embraced. And I think that's really important. Also, given the fact that as a country, we are becoming very diverse, Mm -hmm. um, it is really important to have diverse points of view to reflect what the needs are or the market or the target customer to be able to understand. Like I I look back to, um, to Revlon, for instance, and like all makeup companies at that time, years ago, targeted a very specific part of the population, white women. Uh, but then I think someone got the bright idea that there's a whole untapped market out there of women of color. And so they were among the first cosmetic companies, big ones, to really address that issue and right. to really target that. And as a result, continue to be very successful. There's no better way to understand someone else's perspective than to hear that from someone who shared a similar experience, has a similar background, similar race, ethnicity, gender. That's the way that we can learn and grow. And, and you're right, that's going to help just better positions, organizations to reflect the needs of, of, of those people. Well, the Pennsylvania Conference is happening on the 2nd. It is sold out, as I mentioned, but you can still uh, buy streaming tickets, which allow you to see much of the conference. And the speakers are ridiculously awesome, as usual. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ava DuVernay, the director and producer, has been recently added to the lineup. And uh, there are so many great workshops that are truly life-changing. If people want more information about the Pennsylvania Conference for Women, how do they best find out more? I think the easiest way is just Google Pennsylvania Conference for Women. You can learn all about the the different sponsors, the speakers, the breakout sessions. There's so many different offerings out there, and I'm very excited uh, to be a part of it uh, in a few weeks. Yes, it's going to be amazing. And if you're not able to be there in person, please take advantage of the streaming. I come away from every conference with something that truly has changed my life in some big and small way. So if you want more information, you can go to paconferenceforwomen.org and sign up not only for the live streaming, but also for the half-day workplace summit, which is focused on 
Diversity and Inclusion. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with us today. Lauren DiNocenzo, who is at Drexel University, Assistant Professor at the LeBeau College of Business in Management. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much, Lorraine. I'm Lorraine Ballard-Morrill. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.